I'm nice right now, man. I, I feel good. If you have a drink, would you please put it in the air? And I really, really hope you're not like John and have no more games to win and you have championships to play in like myself. Uh, guys, this is the midweek tilt. Uh, look, we almost didn't get a recording in at all this week because Tommy T here forgot, literally forgot what day of the week it was. Uh, I forgot that it was Wednesday, but luckily, John, you had some stuff to do yourself. So here we are. Uh, it is Thursday night. There's no football on, so it kind of opened up our night here. Um, I just wanted to make the point that I think it was so crucial to do a show this week. There's a puppo in the back. It's so crucial to do a show this week as Baker Mayfield gave me a Christmas present that I will be forever grateful for with Indeed. his four-interception game, which I thought was reserved for only bad quarterbacks, John. What happened? Well, you know, actually, I did want to talk about you know that it was it was a very bad game. I, you know, I can't can't hide it. I can't you know I I, I can't like sugarcoat it. Twenty one of thirty seven, one hundred ninety seven yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Wait, no, that's Matthew Stafford's game from this week. I forgot. True. Oh, are we only going to give shit to to Baker Mayfield because yeah, it seems like there was a lot of bad performances this week and, and in There's previous been- weeks. There's been a lot of bad performances all season. I just you really hammered home the Lamar Jackson four pick game, and you were radio silent for the Baker Mayfield four interception game. So I just and we're gonna talk about picks today. That's one of my main. To be fair, it was on it it was on Christmas. I was with the family, so I wasn't radio silent. I just I I wasn't exactly like able to chat all day long. I just have a feeling. (laughs) I have a feeling if Lamar Jackson threw those picks, there'd be a Bingo! Like right across. Oh well, yeah, like, but that's just that's our thing. Bingo. Like, <laughs> but it's because we expect we expect Lamar to do it. We don't expect Baker to do it, okay. which is why he doesn't get the bingo. You don't. I'm not right. like I'm. I'm literally marking off the bingo card as I say bingo. We're not doing that with Baker because we don't expect him to do that. Right. Yeah. You know you're totally right. Except for his 21 interceptions he threw in 2019. But that's fine. We're going to ignore all the all those signs. I just had to get it out there. I will give him credit. He still had 19 PPR uh, PPR points. Jesus Christ, Tom. 19 <laughs> points. So I got to give him credit. I actually played him in games where I made the finals. So those touchdowns he threw or t- touchdowns? He threw two. Either way, he helped me make it. So thank thank the yeah, Lord. Yeah, appreciate it. I this week he's sitting uh, on my and, bench uh, cuz Tyler Huntley's playing. 
He can sit on my bench. And just to clear things up, I, I am in a championship. Um, okay, okay. You said, you, you said you went over, so. I I lost a lot of games, and I <laughs> this is by far my worst year, but I am in a championship. I have right. a shot to win. Um, is Baker on that roster? No, I think. Your brand is a trying... lie. Your whole brand is a lie. <laughs> I have Dak. I have Dak in, the, in that I'm, one. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, by the way. Okay, look. Uh, now that I've made fun of Baker Mayfield uh, for the 1,800,000th time, um, I want to get into our takes. And if you're new to the midweek tilt, uh, look, we created this show because usually during the week there are some pretty outrageous things being said. And since this is max tilt season and now a lot of people have been eliminated, even though they tell you they haven't been, uh, now they're throwing out their pre- uh, pre-offseason nominations for worst takes imaginable. Uh, they are out there. So uh, this show is kind of just our way of just expressing frustration with those things. And hopefully you are too. And you can also DM us and let us know what's tilting you in the week and we will talk about it. It's not exclusive just to us. But speaking of, the it's first true. thing that set me off, John, believe it or not, something set me off this week. Can you believe it? What? Yeah, I know. It's weird, but... The first thing that set me off is interceptions. Um, look, guys, I know we want to to look at our quarterbacks like they're it's impossible to make a mistake. And, and you want to hype up some guys like John mentioned ahead of time. Matthew Stafford played like absolute dog water, but people aren't talking about that the way they talk about Baker Mayfield playing like dog water. They're not being held to the same standard. Why? Because Stafford's had a better season, but Playing like shit, still playing like shit. Matthew Stafford's INTs were mostly worse than Baker Mayfield's, right? They, they, Baker should have had like seven. Some were dropped, right? But <laughs> the refs missed a call in the last one where he threw it right to the DB. Should have been, could have been three. And then maybe, you know, it's different. Not all INTs are the fucking same. They're not all the same. We want to talk about Lamar Jackson's four interception game, John. That's fine. What about the ball that was tipped by Bateman? Right, that wasn't even intended for him, but he reached for it after. We didn't look at that; it was just a pick. Okay, but if you go back at the end of the year and look through the picks, I think about fifty percent of the interceptions are, are the quarterback's fault, in my opinion. Like we don't like sometimes the route was wrong and he threw it. Maybe the guy slipped and he threw it, but on the stat sheet, it's an interception. And we look at it as oh, this guy's thrown twelve picks. What if those? What if a quarterback threw realistically through three picks? And the other seven of those 10 were tipped, uh, blatant PI, uh, double tipped, right? We don't know if you're just looking at the, uh, the box score. Don't come at me with an argument saying that all interceptions are the same. They're not the same, right? Like Trevor Lawrence's interceptions are way worse and way more egregious than most of the other ones you're seeing. The Patrick Mahomes running around in a circle, throwing it up like a jump ball in basketball, that's, those are bad. But you can't say that, oh, he's been bad this year because he just he's thrown a lot of picks. Some of those picks aren't his fucking fault. It's driving me nuts, man. <laughs> no, it, it's so it true. Crazy. And and the thing is, you know, like I, I've talked about it before. Uh, you know, I created a metric called danger rate. And one of the things that I'm able to do by uh, by creating that metric and by looking at that is I'm act actually able to look at interception regression. And I know we don't like get too into the numbers here and everything, but this is the perfect time to talk about that because it's exactly what you're talking about. Not every 
every quarterback or not every interception should be an interception. Some of it's just sh- shit luck, you know, and, and and it happened with Baker this week and it's happened in the past. And even some of Lamar's, I, I will admit, have been, um, you know, have been uh, fluky Agreed or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, but I can even look at, I, I have it up right here. I, um, Kyler Murray has thrown uh, more picks than he should have. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has thrown less picks than he should have, but his danger rate's that not that high, so it's not. It's like it, he should probably have thrown one more. Like it's not like anything too crazy. Uh, Joe Burrow has thrown more than he should have. Uh, let's see, Jalen Hurts has thrown less than he should have. Uh, Trey Lance, <laughs> we might talk oh, about later. Oh uh, my god! It, it, I mean, it's it's such a small sample, but it's thirty percent. He's he's thrown thirty percent less than he should have, which is pretty funny. Uh, Carson Wentz has thrown less than he should have. Uh, you know, and that's, that's what that's, I mean. This, those are like the big ones. This whole season for interceptions has been fucking wild. It's wild. They're, Wait, they're Baker Mayfield has thrown twenty seven percent more interceptions than he should have. I just looked that because yeah, he doesn't so. throw the ball. There's no way he should throw that many when you throw the ball that 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 amount. <laughs> There's no way, but yeah. it, it just, I feel like interceptions are just up in general this year. So it will take some time to actually go back and look through them and have it make sense. Quarterback play has just been down as a whole. I think JJ Zacharyson uh, mentioned that this week on one of his shows and it, it's just something to look at, but don't tell me all interceptions are the same. Look, no. not all interceptions are the same. <laughs> not all catches are the same. Not all yards are earned the same. You can't copy and paste production and say that it is just square across the board. You can't do that. If you're doing that, then Godspeed, right? Um, but try not to. Uh, John, what is it for you this week right now? Oh, real quick before we move on, I want to say Patrick Mahomes has thrown the right amount or very close to the right amount of interceptions. He's just having a down year. So, you know, like there's that's why I like looking at this kind of stuff because you can kind of see is the guy having a down year because he's having a down year or is he having a down year because of some some, some shit luck. And uh, that's not to blame anybody's like season on just interceptions or anything like that, but you know, sometimes you can look at it and I've done the research on it and you actually see that it will regress the following year. Um, Sometimes it even goes in the opposite direction to where like now the next year they'll throw way less than they're supposed to, or, you know, or way more than they're supposed to depending on the previous year. So um, it's pretty cool to look at and it kind of gives you an idea. Like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm saying down for him. I'm not saying down. No, I know. I'm just, that's insane. (laughs) Yeah, uh, um, but for me, you know, I, I really racked my brain on this one because I've I've honestly been off of Twitter quite a bit. Of you know, like once again, you know, let's go ahead it's and been just peaceful. Uh, yeah, let's talk about how I have uh, you know lost every game just about and everything. So like, I don't have as much of a reason to be on Twitter right now, but. Um, I have actually been, you know, I've been in the chats and I've seen quite a bit. And and the biggest thing that stood out to me is you guys, and and I'm saying this very general, very vague. I'm not talking about any one particular person, um, but if this hits home, it might be, yeah, but it might, it might be time for you to like, you know, take a look inside and, 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 you know, see if maybe there's something you need to change, but you, you guys are fucking terrible at, at Debbie scouting rookies incoming rookie scouting. Like it's just bad, man. I, every take is like this guy. That's like the QB 32 coming out of college is 
It's gonna be the cube is the 101 in uh, in rookie drafts in May, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, if the guy's not even being mentioned in the first round of the NFL draft, he's not gonna be the fucking 101 in you know in rookie drafts. <laughs> you know why that is? You know why that is? And I kind of agree with this. I kind of disagree with it because I'll never besmirch somebody's opinion if there's a fucking reason right if you have a reason for that i don't think there are reasons that's the problem that's the difference though that's the difference so if somebody if you came at me with some like the insert player because i haven't even really started my rookie thing yet but i'm not even good at it to begin with i'll be fucking honest i know someone can be honest in the fantasy world on the twitterverse about them sucking at something i know it's weird just (laughs) kidding i know a lot of people are but uh, like if somebody came at me and they were like, "This is my process. This is why I think this. I believe it." Fine. Uh, Quinn Miners, the 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 guard taken in Denver. I wanted him to be a first round pick in in the draft. I actually wanted him to be Baltimore's first round pick over Bateman. I didn't think they needed a receiver. They needed a lineman. Right? And people <laughs> were like, "What? What are you talking about? He's like a third round pick." I get that, but my opinion was he fit their system the best. They need a guard. Fucking draft him. But I was looked at as like weird, and now Miners is playing pretty well. If you have an opinion and it's backed by something, great. But if you're just out there throwing fucking Division two school guy going one hundred one <laughs> because you want to be you want to take the risk of being right over having a good process, then fuck you. <laughs> I think that's exactly that's about where I, I stand that's, with it. I, that's the problem, though. Like. Because when I see stuff like that, I I just can't imagine that you do have a good process. You know, like it's not. I'm not saying that I'm going to be 100 percent right or anything like that. Um, but you know, just like, just just like the, there's just some things that are going to happen and are not going to happen. And you know, like there's just certain players that are not going to end up being the 101 in rookie drafts or even you know first round picks in rookie drafts. And people are, you know, talking about certain players as a first round pick, as a second round pick. And then, you know, people talking about Chris Olave as their, I, I heard a podcast. I mean, I guess this is getting a little personal because it's, I mean, it's literally a podcast. So if you listen to this and you, and you said these words, then you know who I'm talking about. But um, I heard a podcast and a guy was talking about Chris Olave is his second wide receiver in uh, rookie drafts, like in, in the incoming rookie draft. And if you don't know who Chris Olave is, He's a senior coming out of uh, Ohio State, and he should have come out last year, but he didn't. And then he had a worse year this year as a senior, and he was the third wide receiver on Ohio State, like the third best wide receiver on Ohio State. Um, He's not going to be the wide receiver two in this class. I'm so sorry. It's just not going to happen. And if you have him as your wide wide receiver two... Yeah, he's not even the second best wide receiver on his team, much less on, exactly in, in the fucking NFL. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Um, yeah, man, like, look, I am all for the underdog, right? But to that level? No. Yeah. Let's, let's use our heads, It's right? just crazy. Like, every once in a while, something like that will happen. We'll be like, who the fuck is that guy? And then, you know, maybe they're good. Maybe they're the worst. And then we mock that team for drafting them constantly. But I, I Look at you, Raiders. That, 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 oh, God. Raiders. <laughs> Kadarius Tony, Awful. Oh, Giants. Um, oh, man. Oh, God. They were so right right up until they selected Tony. Their whole draft was going so I can't wait to bring yeah, they that trade, down. They finally traded back. They did it all right. And then they took all the Kadarius right, Tony. And then 
Darius fucking Tony. Oh my god. I hey, at least they were right for wanting Waddle, I guess, but whatever. Uh look. <sighs> I want to talk to and talk about you nerds, John. You Ooh. nerds, you diehard yes. nerds that you rank? that your 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 analytic processes. I'm all for it. But look, if your whole but... shtick and look Jacob, this is not about you. I know if you listen, you might think it is. You and I hash this conversation out. Um, but I want to shout out the people that talk about Will fucking Fuller like he's finally going to do something. Because his points per game when he plays, I don't fucking care. Points per game is fantastic. Points per game can be used as a great tool to, to sum up a player throughout a season and, and how well they did. That's fine. But look... I'm in a couple leagues of no trade trade deadline, John. Right? I'm in a few. I'm in a couple. And yeah, Gross. I know. I'm in a couple. I know. Well, it wasn't by choice. Trust me. Fucking trust me. <laughs> um, but whatever. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm trying to you know pick up a few players because I'm in a few championship games, and and I'm trying to get good players, good ones. Instead, <laughs> I find myself being asked for first round picks for I don't know Rashad Penny. And the argument is he's had X amount of points per game in the last couple of weeks. That makes him valuable. We're going to ignore the rest of the time. Right. And I see, and and I just want to point out the reason I said Will Fuller is already the timeline. It's already recycled the Will Fuller cycle, right? Hype Will Fuller draft and trade for Will Fuller. Will Fuller has three giant blow up games has a bunch of games with five points, gets hurt, season over, repeat cycle. And yep. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want him on my team. right? I want other people to have him on his team because I'm willing to play the odds that Will Fuller will get hurt or throw up a dud more often than he will have a blow-up week-winning week, winning week for, for that other person. And I never want to touch that kind of player, personally. If points per game is your only argument, I probably don't take your argument seriously. Because there's so much more to it than that, right? And it drives me bananas, like bonkers. It sounds like you have more of an injury issue than a points-per-game issue or an issue with points-per-game. Uh, you just don't like players that get hurt a lot. No, um, I'm not even just talking about him, yo. So, like, or you said, you said Will Fuller, you said Rashad Penny. That's, that, those player, are two players those, that get hurt two, all the time. Those are my two recent examples. Sure. Right? But um, one of my big arguments this year with Stefan Diggs has been, you know, semi-disappointing. I think I mentioned that on another show. Yeah, and yeah, And yeah. Stefan Diggs. Not it was, lately. It was a thing with him. Well, lately, no. But his points per game. Yeah, still lately. Okay? His points per game look pretty okay because he's had a couple really big games. But this is a guy that had, you know, 9.1, 14.4, and 13.5. Are those, like worth his wide receiver one in points per game no it's not so when we look at him and say oh points per game he's the wide receiver eight what about all these weeks where he's a wide receiver two there's just forgotten about and deemed okay because of his points per game that just means once every three weeks maybe four weeks he's having you that wide receiver one game and it balances out because he plays the whole season there's yeah, but those are the kind of games that actually game 
th- those are the games that actually win you a game. You know, like a, a player getting you 15 points doesn't win you a game. Like it, it can, but I mean, generally speaking, a player getting you like 12 points or whatever doesn't win you a game. A player getting you 25 points does win you a game or at least helps you win a game. A player getting you 30 points plus obviously helps you w- win you a game. People love Tyrell because he gets you 45 points a week every once in a while. It's not, it's not every right. week. And so, of course, his points per game are going to be much higher than he's actually getting you. He got me five points last week in one of the games that I lost. Um, but he got me 45 points the week before. I just happened to be on a bye. Uh, now, that's just the luck right. that I've had this season. But, but Tyreek so, has but, more games yeah. over 20 points than he has less than 15. You know what I mean? So, for him, points per game, it kind of works. But at the same time, right, he's a blow-up game guy. I'm just saying that if you want to tell me that Stefan Diggs is X amount better than Hunter Renfro, right? For fantasy purposes in PPR formats. And your argument is points per fucking game. Let's look a little deeper at that instead of just that being the only argument. Right? Well, I mean, I, I don't look at what we already, we already discussed how I don't look at one metric, you know, for any right, player right, or right, any, right. any argument or whatever. So like, yeah, if you're looking at one thing and you're just saying points per game is the only reason why a player is good, then yeah, I completely agree with you. But I just, I, I don't, I mean, I, I think I, I get what you're saying that like, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want a guy that gets you 30 points and then three points and six points and you go, Oh, the points per game is, you know, 14 points a week or you don't want that. But the thing is like, I just it's actually been proven, a, but a lot of guys, and a lot of guys have done research on it. It's actually been proven that that 30 point week actually helped you win a game. And then those other two weeks, if it was a bad matchup, if it was an injury-related thing, which you knew about beforehand, then you can For actually sure. put someone else in your lineup and you can make a decision based on like matchups, like I said, or, or whatever. So especially if you can if you can figure out that a player is, is like is going to be good based on matchups only, then you can actually take advantage of that. And not that you're always going to be 100% right or anything like that, but a player that gets you 30 right, points right. and then six and three or whatever, that's not going to kill you if you're able to play the game right. And you might actually win more games and, and get your bye week sure. because of that 30-point guy. I agree, okay? And I'm not sitting here saying that you shouldn't have high-variance players. I love Tyler Lockett. Uh, and this might sound weird because I trash him constantly. He's not a player I want to rely on every week. So in that sense, I like Tyler Lockett because if I put him in my flex where he's my third wide receiver on my team, those, you're right, nine-point, five-point games shouldn't kill me, right? And those big 30-plus, 26-plus point games will probably, more often than not, put me over the top in a game. Yep. But if I'm making a deal with somebody or I'm trying to talk to uh, uh, someone about their process, and their sticking point is his points per game. And they're going to ignore, <laughs> let's see the stretch run by Tyler Lockett of 7 points, 6 points, 10 points, 5 points, 3 points. And then a 26, and then 4, and then 15, and then 12. That's That stretch is not worth my first round pick. Okay? So if that's your argument, then fucking no. There better be more than that. But also at the same time, don't talk to me like I don't know those weeks didn't happen or that the 26 <laughs> right. point weeks or the 31 point week can't happen. I know I fucking know, but points per game cannot be the sole argument and sole discussion. It can't it's flawed. It's great for narrative. 
right when hyping somebody up because when i want to trade somebody away that i don't fucking want i love using points per game if they have a blow up blow up game because i know it inflates it i know that it does okay lamar jackson and i i was used to he was fourth in points per game and he was playing like dog water and i loved hammering <laughs> that home because it made him look better i am fully yep. aware and i'm fully conscious that that can be the case but it is a narrative driven method in my opinion to base your decisions on that solely. Period. Yeah, I mean, I can get behind that nuts. to an extent. I, I think the, the biggest thing is that context matters. And I always say that. And yes. you know, like oh, with things God. like Tyler Lockett, you know, if we can if we can see that Russell Wilson was was out for, you know, what, six games or however long he was out. And then he wasn't 100 percent when he came back. And then we can go, OK, well, you know, maybe it just took some time. And, uh, you know, Russ is 100%. And then all of a sudden he starts producing again. Then we can say, okay, there's a reason why Lockett didn't produce during those weeks. It, Rashad Penny is just injury prone. Like, I'm sorry to say it, but the dude just gets hurt all the time. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought, like, honestly, I thought they were going to put him back on IR because I, I remember, like, seeing some report saying they were considering putting him back on IR. And then all of a sudden he came out and played and looked amazing. And then he looked like shit again. Um, you know, people are getting really excited that's about so i think the problem is if you're using if you're using points per game on a guy that's played three games and looked good uh in in two of those three games then that's shit if you're using points per game on a guy that's played six seasons and has been very good you know but like not necessarily uh consistent every week then i think there's something to that and like like i said those I, mean, I literally won. What was it last week or last year when Lockett had like fifty-one points or whatever against the Rams? Oh, I yeah. I literally oh, won a game, game by two because of Lockett for the most part. So sure. like I, I remember that, and I'll always remember that. So I mean, but do you remember think the about 2019 how game? How many people in two thousand nineteen put Tyler Lockett into their lineup against like then really bad Cardinals when he put up a big fat fucking zero, and he probably lost you that week. Because he put yeah. up a big fat fucking zero. It it like there's more to it. Oh, he was coming off injury. I get it. Then don't put him in your fucking lineup. Right? But don't like there's two sides. But nine yeah. times out of ten, right? And I find this about the analytic community as a fucking whole. You guys all do this. All of you. You will use your points for a player that you like, and then you will argue against those points for a player that you dislike and use other metrics. That you prefer to help your your case, your cause. And I get it. There's 8 billion metrics out there. It's becoming baseball. <laughs> but don't think I don't know that. I'm watching. I'm paying attention. No, I, actually, that's, that's exactly why I created my model, Beth. Because I, 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 I admit to it. Why did you it. name like, it I, Beth? Uh, you had to have to ask uh, FF underscore space man, Dave Wright. He, uh, he, he kind of helped that's me along a, with that one, such but a basic name anyway, I, but we, that's why I created because I know that we'll put my biases into my, uh, my analysis, but when I do it through my model. There's no biases whatsoever. It's literally just the numbers telling me what the player are doing and all the same numbers all the same metrics for every player and so if i say that this guy's my 10th ranked guy it's not because oh i like him or if i say this guy's my 20th ranked guy it's not because I, oh i hate him it's literally just what the numbers are saying and i'm not using like specific numbers to make this guy look better and other numbers to make this guy look worse but i get what you're saying because i mean people do it all the fucking time on twitter all the time 
And like, so, and I'm going to revert again back to a conversation I had with Jacob. And again, Jacob, you and I, we hashed this out. But this is the basis for my whole argument was we, people want to hate players like David Montgomery, right? Because reasons, even though he's a totally fine player, he averages 15 PPR points per game at running back, which is valuable. And he has the mid 20 weeks that help you win weeks, right? But he's not out there single-handedly making you lose. So his points per game are a benefit to him, but then we want to talk about his, I don't know, uh, catch rate and then his speed score and then all these other things that still make you dislike him even though his points per game adds up. I think it's bullshit. That's why I say it's a narrative method if that's the sole method. Like yeah. it's, 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 it's so aggravating. And I love, <laughs> I love all the guys that are, I'm a diehard analytics guy. I love all y'all. Y'all do a lot of work that I won't do and I rely on it when I need it. Not saying that I'm not into the analytics thing. That's not the argument I'm having. I'm not a film guy, right? Even though I know more about that because I used to have to actually do it as a former offensive coordinator and assistant head coach and a player at a decently high level over here in Canada, whatever you take that for. It's like Div 5 high school for you guys. But um, <laughs> it's just facts. But, like, I still had to do it. So do I know more about it? Sure. Do I rely on it? Fucking no. So I think the main point is just maybe widen the argument. Just, like, that much. That much. God. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, like, I that out. I it's, it's always now. better to have more than, than one argument, you know, more than one... Uh one use there and you know like if, if points per game is your only argument then it's probably not the best argument and you're probably just trying to pull one over on somebody but i right. i definitely don't Which also I, don't, I don't hate the points per game like you and so fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fair enough i'll take it um look anything else you got no man that's good i you know i got a little uh i got a little ranty with mine but you know i got it off my chest i'm feeling better you know it's that's a new year for. We had to get this shit off our chest before the new year, and then new now year, we can go you? into it. Yeah, new year, new me. I'm not gonna rant. I'm not gonna tilt. You know, I'm. <laughs> oh no, our brand's gonna die. The brand's gonna yeah, die. It's dead. Look, our our brand you know, will I, never I, die. I, I'm really. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it, it's it's gonna be fun. Well, it'll never die because uh, Twitter okay. will still exist. Oh, you know, God, as God. of January first. <laughs> the bird app is the gift that will forever keep on giving. Not saying that I'm not a moron. I'm out there making uh, Trey Lance folks really mad right now with the tweet that I had put out. You can check it out on Thomas Tipple FF, where all I said was Trey Lance could be bad on Sunday, and it's like, and it's satire. The whole thing is satire, but the comments hilarious. It's a gift that will never stop giving. Uh, look, before we get out of here, we it did is. this last week. I want to do it again. I was wrong. Antonio Brown did not sink you. He actually probably outcarried you, uh, but when you get like seventy four percent of the targets, it's uh, you know from Brady, it's probably going to happen. This week, though, John, who do you think is going to kill people the most? Hey, uh, Jalen Hurts got two less points than uh, Antonio Brown, so I guess my call really wasn't that bad because you you were like, "It's a, it's the Giants, it's the Giants." Well, I didn't um, expect him to be up that much that fast, to be fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, so honestly, like I said, I'm in one uh, championship game, so I have not looked at too many of the matchups. I don't even know exactly <laughs> what, what's going on. Be and also because Fantastic. there's no Thursday game. 
there, there's no Thursday games. So like normally like I have to look at shit and actually like figure stuff out beforehand. Uh, but because of that, and there's no Saturday games, it's just Sunday football and night football. Uh, so I really haven't looked at shit yet, but um, let's just go ahead and say that Trey Lance is uh, a raw QB. That's not ready for okay. the, the NFL. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry for kind of stealing your thunder there, but like, that's the only thing that came yeah. to mind. And, and he's just not ready for the NFL yet. I don't think he's going to be bad. So <laughs> I don't think he's actually going to be bad. I think for fantasy, he's going to be fine, which is the thing. And I he, just, I only could. put that out there. I only put that out there because I needed to balance the universe where I saw 100% of the people on the bird app saying he's going to be the one. So like, I just wanted to put it out in the universe. That's the first time ever we're, we're unified uh, on here. (laughs) Our our Trey Lance is not going to be good. uh, Take (laughs) could potentially not be good. I'm going to keep the guy on my Twitter said that I'm a wet blanket. That's making him itch because I'm on the fence. I'll take that. Look, my two, and I'm going to put two out there so people don't think I'm just being biased to mine and John's argument. But my two are, and I need them, believe you me, number one is Kyler Murray uh, against Dallas. Oof. I think Dallas is a type of defense. They're fast enough to contain him. And without DeAndre Hopkins, I don't care what you fucking say, he quite clearly is not the same passer when he doesn't have Hopkins. That defense is going to be tough. I think Cliff Kingsbury is a horrific coach that doesn't know how to use his talent because Rondell Moore still sucks. I think Kingsbury is bad. Uh, but I just think when you're putting him in there and you're expecting that top 10, top five performance, I don't think it's there. When I say I'm not going to play my bias, if you fucking play Tyler Huntley this week and you lose and you're like, how did I lose? Maybe playing Tyler Huntley against Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, and Jalen Ramsey in the Rams in your finals game is not likely the best scenario. I like oh. playing the upside, but I'm also very much aware of what can happen, and I'm not playing Huntley if I can avoid it, right? But you have to play Kyler because, right, you have to. But Huntley's going to yeah. come back down to earth and be a backup. He's not going to be the QB1 in the week, probably. But those are the two players I think people are going to play, rely on, and probably hurt them the most. And, of course, Rojo. <sighs> I can't. I cannot imagine that people are really going to play Tyler Huntley against the Rams. Like, there's For no sure. way. I don't feel comfortable starting a Kyler or even like. There's not too many quarterbacks, and I'm like, oh, they're going up against the Rams. Yeah, no problem. You know, <laughs> right? I think uh, it's. I think it's like. Are you playing? Do you want to play Derek Carr against Indy? Not really. Without Waller, not really. I don't want to play Derek Carr. So if you have Derek Carr on your team as your QB two, and you're looking at Huntley. And you're looking at what he's done in games. You're like, maybe yeah. I'm just going to play the upside game. And you're probably going to lose because of Huntley. But if you don't, let me know. I want to shout you out for having that kind of pair on you. Right? That kind of cojones. Just let me know because I'm not. And I'm a Ravens guy. But I'm also well aware when they're going to get absolutely... Uh, shellacked and that is going to be this week um other it's than true. that i think that's going to do it for us john are you doing any new special new year's fantasy things or are you just taking it easy with the fam jam no i mean i'm not not say that i'm like burnt out or anything like that but i'm just kind of glad the season's over and i can kind of just enjoy like playoff football I thought about like going hard into DFS and and like really like doing that and maybe even doing a DFS show during the playoffs. 
Uh, and then I thought about not doing that and just like literally watching football <laughs> on my couch. And so I, I, I haven't quite decided yet, but uh, you know, I've, uh, I'll figure it out this week, you know, if I really feel like actually doing it or if I kind of just want to take like a month long break and, and then, you know, like get back into it, you know, in, in February or something. Yeah, man, I can't argue with that. Obviously, me and the boys are lunatics. We're going to keep it going. I'm going to try to, again, do the live reaction show for the finals on Sunday and watch us all tilt our absolute faces off because I think that would be fantastic. And, of course, as I mentioned last time, myself and uh, Tom Lee will be back in the off season. We've got more stuff coming up from the guys here. We're expanding, as always, trying out new stuff and again, I have the Saquon Barkley jersey in the house. It is here. It is signed. It is his Penn State white uniform. It looks beautiful. It will look even better with one of our listeners. And when we take a, I think we're taking two or three weeks uh, once the season is over. And we're going to come back. And that's when the countdown to the giveaway begins. And you will need to be listening because there's a couple different things you're going to have to do in those coming weeks to build up to the giveaway. And there might even be a secondary prize, but I'm not going to spoil that one yet. Other than that, everybody, we again, take care of one another. Enjoy a safe new year's. Let's be safe out there. I know we're going into another lockdown here right away in Canada. Not like being it being pitch black all the time is bad enough. So check in on your loved (laughs) ones, make sure they're okay. Be safe. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the downloads and the comments and the messages. We couldn't be here without you. And I love the fact that you all remember that clear eyes and full hearts can never lose and that your best days are indeed spent tilting. Good night, everybody. Have a safe new year. Ciao for now. Happy New Year. I'm nice right now, man. I I feel good. If you have a drink, would you please put it in the air? about playoffs you kidding me playoffs i just hope we can win a game another game